You're listening to Kantar Australia's Bite-Sized Insights Podcast. A fortnightly 10-minute snapshot of insights helping brands and marketers better connect with consumers. Hi, listeners. Welcome to this edition of Bite Size Insights. This is your host, Fritz Fridland. As some of you may know, Sunday the 8th of March is International Women's Day. And if last year is anything to judge by, societal change will be in the cards for 2020. This year's theme is hashtag each for equal. And the idea is that we're all responsible for our thoughts and actions and that every day we can choose to fight stereotypes and bias and seek to broaden perceptions and improve circumstances. In honor of International Women's Day, I'm joined today by Mandy Rico, who is the Global Director for the Inclusion Index at Kantar. Hi, Mandy. Hello. Now, Mandy, to start with, I understand that the Kantar Inclusion Index won Supplier Diversity Program of the Year at the European Diversity Awards at the end of last year. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It was um, it was an honor, but it was also very um, uh, unexpected, especially since we'd all, um, only been launched for about two months at the time. Oh, wow. Fabulous. Now, Mandy, why is inclusion and diversity and equality important to organizations? I mean, let's start at the beginning with all this. Well, I honestly believe that it's a combination of certain aspects. I mean, we've been talking about inclusion, diversity, belonging, equality for a fair number of years, let's be honest. Um, But I think what's happened is that we've seen legislation be put in place for gender equality in terms of pay gap, as well as, you know, prestigious women being promoted into very senior roles across some large organizations. Although in some way, that's kind of bittersweet because when they do make it to CEOs of large organizations in the world, the press is focusing all, all about the fact that they're women rather than the fact that they're the best person for the role. Um, and so, you know, there is a lot of work still to be done and we need to look at not only why people are being promoted into a role, but what they've done to deserve it and what they're going to do to make that company a success because that's the reason they were put into that role. It's not about their gender, but let's celebrate the fact that it is, you know, strong, passionate, authentic women to succeed. Mm. And why did Cantor create the Inclusion Index in the first place? With Cantor, I think it was a mixture of decisions. Cantor is known about brand reputation. And when you look at brand reputation, we always look at the external point of view. So what does a consumer think of a brand? However, when you've got strong employees that are all your brand ambassadors, we should be looking at that as well. Because if you combine that your brand ambassadors with your consumers, all of a sudden you get more of a brand equity. And so it's about looking at both the external and the internal point of view of a brand perspective. So when we started talking about, you know, what can we do to move the dial on inclusion, diversity um, and equality, all of a sudden it made sense to create something that would allow companies to be able to measure themselves, not only against other companies across the world, but also within their industry and within their country. Yeah, it sounds like Cantor really is uniquely positioned, you know, in the space to be offering the best practice offer out there when it comes to inclusion and diversity. 
I truly think so. We've got an amazing, um, amazing load of people that we have working in our organisation, from consultants to IND experts, to also um, knowing our how to pull the best information out of our qualitative and quantitative um, questionnaires. So by combining all the resources that we have in Canto, uh, we've created a product that can really work and really create a roadmap for any organisation to look forward and to move with the times in terms of inclusion, diversity and equality. What does the data tell us about gender in the workplace? Well, the data looks at um, a lot of issues that are being highlighted. So let's just look at women. Globally, we do not have gender parity across country, uh, across companies and across countries in senior roles. And this again drops significantly when you add another diverse fact into the equation, such as ethnicity, sexual orientation, health and wellness, disability, etc. But what we're seeing is that 20% of females, and this is a global statistic, feel that they are being paid less than others within their company who are on the same or a similar level. Wow. Then you cut the data a little bit further. And again, I'm just focusing on women for the purpose of International Women's Day. 43% of women feel that their company, um, in their company to succeed, it's a case of who you know and not what you know. 35% of women feel consistently anxious in their role. 34% of women feel emotionally and socially unsupported at work. Then you slice that a little bit extra and we asked about behaviours that they've experienced in the last 12 months. And when you look and read that 28 of women have been made to feel uncomfortable in the workplace, 27% of women feel that they don't belong in their company, 19% of women have been bullied or harassed in the last 12 months in their company, and then 16% of women that feel feel that being a woman can negatively impact your chances of being promoted. This means that there's still work to be done, and there's there are tangible things that can be done quickly in order to change perceptions within the, the work environment. Those are pretty daunting statistics. I mean, one in five women feel have been harassed in the workplace or and, and so many feeling just because of their gender that they're being excluded. I don't think I've ever heard quite such daunting statistics and such robust statistics, obviously, on this matter. What's the one thing that we can do to make a positive impact on gender equality at our organizations now? A world of gender parity and a world of gender equality can only be achieved with the active participation of everyone, and that includes all genders. So if we look at, you know, four simple things that we can do and we can all impact how the company moves forward. So the first one is walk the talk about income inequality, so the gender pay gap. Let's be honest, it's not a quick fix and it won't be a quick fix in any organisation. Um, But let's be transparent about where we are, where we stand and what we're doing about it moving forward. So actually open that line of communication and actually say, well, this is where we are. This is what we're trying to do. And this is how long we think it's going to take, because that will help people really understand what the company is doing to fix this. And sometimes it's not a case about waving a magic wand and saying, right, everyone's now paid the same. We know it's not going to happen overnight. That's why the legislation was put in place in certain countries. But let's talk about what we are doing to make an impact. 
Also, if you're someone within your organization, um, find some female mentors and leaders that can actually advise and support you in your role moving forward. Ensure your role models are women. And if you are a woman in a senior role, um, volunteer to be a mentor. I love a two-way mentorship because I, I can pretty much guarantee you that I learn as much as from my mentee than she learns from me, if not more. Because all of a sudden I'm being given different points of view, different criteria to take into consideration, and they know something different because they're coming up you know, younger than I am, um, and they're experiencing the workplace in a completely different way than I experienced it. So all of a sudden, I'm being opened up to different experiences, different solutions, different creative ways of working, and it's a huge benefit to anyone within the organization. Encourage women to come forward and speak their minds. So in the workplace, you know, encourage all your female colleagues to come forward, share their thoughts without any inhibitions. And often, you know, when they come up with exceptional ideas, you know, tell them it's an exceptional idea and, you know, give that credit back to them so they know that they're making a change within the organization that's really going to impact how that organization moves forward. And finally, have an open-minded work atmosphere. You know, we work towards creating a more inclusive work culture, stand up to issues such as harassment and gender bias in the workplace, and make a stand for that, you know, non or zero tolerance bullying. Um, so people know that if bad behaviors are seen and experienced, there is a repercussion. So for me, it's about those those quick things that we can do. Now, I can also talk to you, and that's something completely different, about what can we can do at home. And the reason why I think it's not just about in the workplace, it's about also what we take out into society. Because if we listen to what um, the World Economic Forum released in Davos at the end of January, we have got um, 257 years to close, it will take, sorry, 257 years to close the gender pay gap at the current pace of change. 257 years. This means we won't be alive to see this. Our children will not be alive to see this. You know, and scarily enough, it's going to take almost 100 years, and I think the figure they quoted was 99.5, to reach gender parity. So it's, it's something we can all do to make a change, even if that change is small, like sharing household chores at, at home, or, you know, making sure that the restaurants and the venues that you attend on a, a weekday or on a Friday night or on a, um, a weekend have gender um, uh, bathrooms with baby changing mats. So it's not always women and baby changing, but it's both genders and baby changing because, you know, both genders tend to be parents um, regardless. So little things like that can make a huge impact. Mm. How can organizations use the inclusion index to move the gender dial? So, so I'm going to be very frank here, right? The inclusion index is not going to change society. But if we're passionate about inclusion, we have to be passionate about measuring it. And the inclusion index is a great starting point, which allows organizations to do exactly that. Measure where they stand in their country, 
in their sector against other organizations, as well as providing um, the organizations a roadmap on what they need to do in order to improve their, their score within the inclusion index. This is what it does. And it will start a roadmap for change. And that change is not gonna be overnight, but what it will do is it starts us on a path, on a journey that we will be able to get to where we want to be, hopefully closer than 257 years. Well, on that note, Mandy, thank you so much for being here today to share with us about your work in developing the Inclusion Index and the importance of this tool. Thanks. Thank you. Get your new bite-sized insights every second Tuesday. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Find out more at kantaraustralia.com.